The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who's on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. Uh, actually, we are live now, but we're pre recording this due to the scheduling we have with our guests. I'm the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, you scroll down on the right side of the page. And we will be going live in the second video down. All right. And you can click on that. That's right. You can see the face is made for radio. And you can click on the icon there and join us in the chat. Lots of people in the chat usually every morning. And uh, please join us there. Also, you'll be able to see Bradley's show right above where we're going live from yesterday. Bradley will be on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com live here in the upper video at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. So don't miss him at that time. 
Also, while you're there, just above that is where you can enter your email address. We don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. You just get one email from us a day. All the articles that we do, Bradley and I, and our contributors at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Very appreciative of them, and you'll get that in your email box, including the morning show archive, because we take this, we put it in, we put the video in, we put the podcast in, any of the links that we're going to use, uh, we, we put those in, documents, videos, any of that stuff that we show you. All of that's in one nice, neat little package. So if you say, hey, where do I get that video so I can share it with somebody? You'll find it at sonsoflibertymedia.com, and uh, it will be in one neat little package. So if you want to go do your own research and things like that, you can do that. Finally, if you agree with our message and you'd like to help us out, we don't ask you for money. We tell you we have needs. It obviously costs money to do Internet, radio, and to travel to 50 states to go and to teach our Christian constitutional heritage to people. Then there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that. You can make a one-time donation, or you can become a son or daughter of liberty. Those are our monthly partners. Just click on that link at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com as well. And then our store. We have T-shirts, hats, coffee mugs, water bottles, all kinds of stuff in there that are great conversation starters for wherever the Lord has put you in your sphere of influence uh, in the world. And also, there are some equipping tools. There's books, there's DVDs, and things of that nature. In fact, this week we're highlighting Bradley's book, Grass Doesn't Work, The Rocks Do. And it's normally $11, but if you use the promo code GRASS, G-R-A-S-S, through midnight on Saturday, you'll get 20% off the book. So that's GRASS in as a promo code. When you go to checkout, you can get Grass Doesn't Work, The Rocks Do, for twenty percent off the eleven dollars there, I don't I don't know how much that is, but uh, you get some money off. And I all always like to save money. I'm probably one of the most frugal guys you'll ever run across. Okay, and so is my wife. So if you're looking for that, you can get it now through Saturday evening midnight. Uh, so don't don't forget to do that if you've been wanting to pick that up. Now before I bring on our guest, there's something that uh, I was sent over, and I just got off the show. This is Tuesday. I just got off the show um, doing the afternoon show. And I wanted to show you guys this again for the morning show because I showed it in the afternoon. But our friend Tony Roman out there at Huntington Beach, California, Basilico's Pasta Vino, you know, Tony is one of those guys that he doesn't just defy the tyrants in resisting them. He puts it back in their face. And I love that about Tony. It's not just, hey, um, you can't have, you, you've got to wear a mask to come in your place. And Tony says, you can't have a mask and come in my place. It, you know, we're going to put a, a curfew on you. And so Tony says, we're just going to stay open later. So now the new one is, <laughs> they want proof of vaccination. Here's what Tony has to say. Notice, proof of being unvaccinated is required. We have zero tolerance for treasonous anti-American stupidity. Thank you for pondering. <laughs> and that sounds just like Tony. And uh, we applaud his efforts out there in Huntington Beach, California. Now, with that said, I've got a guest this morning. Many of you are familiar with um, Clay Clark. He's a American entrepreneur. He's a business owner, a consultant, an author, and a speaker. And uh, my goodness, he is, I, I, you're still 40 years old, I think. You, you've got a birthday coming up right around the time of one of my sons in November. But uh, you've got a family, too. And you're, are you residing in Tulsa, by the way, uh, Clay? 
Yes, Oklahoma is oh. where I call home here. And then the guy next to me, Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer, he's also from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, Absolutely. I apologize. It's good to be on. Yeah, great to have you guys on. And I apologize I didn't have your stuff put in there. I was doing that when I answered the call. But uh, great to have both of you guys on. And uh, we were, you know, I was contacted by a mutual friend, I guess, Heather Hobbs. We've had Heather on the show plenty of times, does a lot of work uh, for the unborn and for mothers, single mothers and, uh, and, and families and stuff. And she said, hey, uh, Clay contacted me and he says, There's, is there any media outlets that will bring me on? And I don't know if that's a good thing that you're asking or a bad thing. <laughs> are, are a lot of people turning you down from coming on and talking? To be on their show? Yeah. Well, um, I think Heather, and again, I have to, you'll have to ask Heather. Okay. We have, every day I probably talk to, I don't know, 100 people a day, 200 people okay. a day. Uh, and usually somebody, I'll just pull up my text messages from today. Someone will send me, I have 92 text messages that I haven't responded to today. Yeah. <laughs> the, you're doing better hey, than you I am. Be on, you should be on this show or you should be on that <laughs> show. And so I say, okay. And so today I'll be on, uh, let's see here four shows so uh, this show and then uh american telescope and then melissa red pill and then scotty Sachs. so um i'm gonna be on quite a few shows today and i'm sure some shows i uh, don't want me on and some shows some shows do but uh it's really not about me it's about the great awakening in my opinion okay all right well i was just curious because you know i got the thing and i said sure i'll bring them on i don't have a problem with that now you're doing you've you've been known for doing uh helping people in businesses is that correct uh, yeah, I, I grew up um, without money, and um, a lot of times uh, um, you don't you don't have money, and you could you could dwell on that, or you could find a solution to to it. So my 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 four step magical system I came up with was step one find a problem, uh, step two solve the problem, step three try to sell the solution to the problem, and step four nail it and scale it. And so I built America's largest uh, wedding DJ company, um, and I built that we were doing four thousand weddings a year before I turned uh, twenty seven. And then uh, a lot of brides said, do you have a good uh, photographer you'd recommend me to? Or did you have a good ta- a party and uh, table chairs and rental company you could refer me to? Do you have a good uh, videography company you could recommend me to? Is there a good bridal show you could recommend me to? And so I started all those uh, different services. And then after having done that, then I went on to uh, uh, build other businesses. And then people kept reaching out to me for additional help. And uh, here I am. Well, I think that's great. I think, you know, uh, money answereth all things, as the old saying goes. And uh, it's not that we're to have a love for money. The Bible tells us that's the root of all evil. But we ha- we live in the world, we use money. And uh, money can be used for good or it can be used for evil. So I'm glad that you see that thing. And, I, I you know, I saw the interview you had with um, Professor David Clements. And you say you have four shows. This is my fourth one of the day, by the way, too. And I had David on at one o'clock and we're going to air him on Thursday. We're going to air you on what will be Friday. And um, you've you've got a pretty interesting story about something that happened to one of your kids and that 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 kind of intersects with this business that you had that you you know, you you grew and got this money from. Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about that story? Yeah. Um, uh, basically, um, and, and Pastor Jackson's uh, here. And uh, when did you come to know the Lord? How old were you? 17 years old. You're 17 years old? I was 17. Who led you to the Lord? Pastor Billy Joe Doherty of Victory Christian Center in Tulsa. Okay. Yeah. And so everyone has their own way of doing that. I think some ways are more miraculous than others or more, I think, but for every person, it's a very personal uh, thing. And, and just for me, uh, my son was born blind. His name's Aubrey Napoleon Hill Clark. He was born blind, 
And when my son was born blind, um, I was at a place in my life where I didn't believe that, that God had the power to heal. And my wife was praying relentlessly uh, for his healing. And I think at, at, at Victory Church, they, don't, do they, don't they teach absolutely. that healing can actually happen? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I'd gone to different churches. I mean, I dated a girl for a while in school who went to a church where they thought that God couldn't heal people. And then I remember uh, going to a church where it seemed like everyone was getting healed every Sunday. And then I went to all these different churches. And so I just found myself as a, a guy who went to Oral Roberts University who didn't believe that God had the power to heal people. And so my son, Aubrey, was born blind. Um, I prayed that God would heal my son, and and he did. And uh, so I uh, switched teams and uh, decided to uh, become a, a Christian. I wouldn't say an outspoken Christian. I would just say somebody who's trying to live for the Lord. And then uh, just kept uh, growing my businesses. And then this year, as more and more um, unconstitutional lockdowns and mandates have been uh, shoved in the faces of churches, I found very few pastors like Pastor Jackson here that were willing to stand up against the shutdowns. You pastor Sheridan Church in Tulsa. Uh, yes, Pastor Sheridan Church here in Tulsa. And we stood up against the mask mandates, against the shutdowns, Amen. and we found ourselves in a fight with the city. Uh, but we fought and we won just like you. Yeah, so I, I was I found myself with a lot of pastors um, all around me shutting down their churches. And so um, I thought, you know what, I need to use my podcast to share uh, the idea that um, a pandemic based upon false the false uh, false models, the models that said the 2.2 million Americans would die or, you know, the, the models that said the 2.2 million Americans would die from COVID-19, those are false. The PCR tests are falsely calibrated to inflate the number of cases. And COVID-19 is 100% treatable using budesonide, ivermectin, and hydroxychloroquine. But even if the models were real, and if the PCR tests were real, and if COVID wasn't treatable, they still have no constitutional basis for locking down our, our country. There's certainly no medical basis for shutting down our country, no constitutional basis. And so I uh, found myself as one of the few people in my city, and that's how I met Jackson, uh, being willing to, to fight back. So I sued my local mayor and uh, befriended Jackson and other pastors willing to fight back, and here we are. Amen. Amen. Well, I, you know, I like that spirit because that is the spirit of the Sons of Liberty here. Ours is not, we don't bow the knee except to King Jesus. That's it. All authority that we have here on, on earth is supposed to direct that or derive their authority from God and not do against his law. In fact, when we go to Rome, things like Romans 13, they are to punish evildoers and praise the good. And what we found out through all of this stuff here recently is that there were governments, there were governors, mayors, um, other people, legislatures uh, who wanted to stifle the liberty that we are given in order to do our duties, and that's what I was saying on the show before, is that we've been given liberty or rights in order to do our duties that God has given us. Uh, among them is to love God and to love our neighbor, and that's spelled out in the Ten Commandments how we do that. And so, you know, when Romans 13 comes along, too many pastors are willing to say, oh, you just got to submit to anything government says or the tyrant says. And that's not at all. I mean, that would be to rip that completely out of the Bible because we have people like... Um, Moses, who stands in front of the Pharaoh, and he says, um, God said to let his people go. He, he didn't say he didn't tell me to stand here and just let you defy God. He said, let the people go. And if you don't let the people go, it's going to be really bad on you. And God sent him to, to bring plagues, which eventually showed the strength of the God of Moses over the gods of Egypt. We've got uh, uh, Samson. I mean, he goes after the Philistines. We've got David, who goes out against Goliath. 
We've got John the Baptist. You know, we can move through the prophets. They're all attacking, not attacking, but they're addressing the kings of Israel when they go astray and when they start to sin and lead the people in sin. And they have not only a spiritual message, but it's a very political message in saying, you guys need to repent and go back and do what the law says, what God's law says. When we come to the New Testament, we see John the Baptist. He addresses Herod. He says, it's not lawful for you to have your brother Philip's wife while he's alive. We've got Jesus. You tell Herod that fox <laughs> what I said here. And he's addressing the, the religious it's hypocrite not, leaders. It's not ethical to, for a man to have another man's... What is it? He was telling... Repeat this back to me. So God was telling this guy that he's not allowed to have his no, brother's John, wife? John the Baptist, was tell, he continually preached to Herod. It was against the law for him to have his brother uh, Philip's wife <laughs> while he was alive. And <laughs> and that's why he, was, he kept being <laughs> put in prison... And Herod eventually cut his head off because Herod had a thing for his wife's daughter who was doing That's some sensual move. That's not a move. Bad move. Okay. Yeah, it's a really bad move. Bad move. You're right. All right. I'll tell you what, for anybody out there who's on the line with that one, that's not a move. This just did. Yeah. Yeah, well, that and that's that's part of it. And then we have the apostles, too. We have them in the book of Acts. They're told, don't go preach in the name of Jesus. And they're like, Psst. You go figure out whether we're going to obey God or we're going to obey you. We're going to go obey, obey God. You can have your, your mandates and all this. We're going to do what we're supposed to do. And, you know, there's been, there's been pastors. Um, I think you mentioned Artur out of uh, Canada. We had Artur on the show. And yeah. there, you know, Pastor Tim Stevens and some others up there in Canada, as well as uh, I'm trying to think of the gentleman. You may have seen him, the pastor down in Louisiana. And he was sentenced to 18 years. Now, this hasn't really been out in the media 18 years because he opened his church up, and he's in Louisiana, and he's fighting that. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. I think his name is Tony Spell. Tony Spell, that's Tony it. Spell, is that right? Yes, that's it. Tony oh, Spell. I went a copy of the home game. I got it right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Sons of Liberty home game. You, you get one of those. Um, but, yeah, he. I mean, and a lot of people have never even heard of Tony Spell. And, you know, no. he and I probably would disagree, disagree with theologically, but he's in the right for taking the stand. The state has no business telling the church what it can and cannot do. It's not created by the state. It's created by the Lord Jesus Christ. He purchased us with his blood. And uh, the state is not to be telling us how we're to conduct our worship towards God, uh, nor is it to tell us how to shut down social distance or any of this stuff. In fact, they're not supposed to be telling us as individuals that either. So I say all that to get to what I'm I'm assuming we're going to be talking about here, and that's you've got this reopening America kind of deal, and I kind of want yeah. to understand what brought you to that conclusion. What brought you to some pe- a variety? You've got a variety of people that you're you're linked up with, and what is what is the goal of this that you're doing yeah. now? You know, 15 months later. Well, I think um, uh, Jackson. You know, Jackson's been at all of them, so I thought maybe Jackson yeah. could could share a more objective perspective of it. But um, the reason why we got Sidney Powell. Um, General Flynn, Mike Lindell, uh, Pastor Mark Burns, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Lynn Wood, Simone Gold, and others, Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer on stage, um, and all these people in one place, is that we wanted to, uh, I had three goals. One was to kill the spirit of fear. I wanted everyone to know that the models that said the 2.2 million Americans would die, those are false. The PCR tests are falsely calibrated to inflate the number of cases. By the way, Bill Gates and George Soros just bought the company that does the COVID testing. Uh, Not surprising. See what happens there. And then three is that COVID-19 is 100% treatable using pudesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. So I wanted to kill the spirit of fear, share uh, to share the truth. The Great Reset 
is an actual book. It's an actual plan being implemented by Klaus Schwab, the head of the World, World Economic Forum. And three, get people back to church, get Amen. people back involved. And that's really what I wanted to accomplish. But you've, you've attended them, Jackson. I mean, you're, yeah. you're a pastor. Well, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, it's absolutely incredible because, you know, sometimes as pastors, we can think of a revival as just it's happening inside our four walls when we have a week-long, you know, set of services. But what's happening right now with this tour is you can call it a revival, you can call it a spiritual awakening, whatever you want to call it. But everywhere we go, people are being educated, first of all, they're being made aware of what has happened and is happening in our country. And a lot of people can say, well, that's just, you know, putting, you know, bleak facts out there. We're in a lot of trouble. And the truth is we are in a lot of trouble, but everywhere we go, people are being inspired with hope because the spirit of fear is being killed. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And so everywhere we go, people are being informed what's happening in the world that all of us live in. But the most beautiful thing is that all these things, and you look at these speakers, you're like General Flynn, Mike Lindell, uh, Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood. These are not pastors holding, you know, church services, but at these rallies, at this tour, everywhere we go, people are getting saved. They're giving their life to the Lord. And it's just absolutely incredible to see what's happening. Well, I know, I know one of the things, you know, we, we do it at Sons of Liberty. We're not doom and gloom. Um, and, and this was, I think, something, Clay, you and I were talking about on the phone earlier. We're not doom and gloom. We don't, we don't see things as, um, uh, I, I reference it for those who understand what it is, dispensationalism. We, we're not those kind of people that just see everything going to hell in a handbasket, and there's no way to defeat it. I'm not one that believes Jesus is some kind of a loser. I believe 1 Corinthians 15 that says he's been ruling and reigning. He ascended to the Father. He was coronated there. He was crowned. And he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And 1 Corinthians 15 tells me that he is subduing all of his enemies under his feet until the last day. And he submits them one of two ways. It's through the gospel. You bring the law to bear upon people to show them their sin. You call them to repentance. And if they have ears to hear, then that's because God has regenerated them. They submit to him in faith and repentance. They turn from their sin. They begin to obey him. That's one way to submit. The other way to submit is... He's going to take you out. (laughs) If you don't submit that way, he's going to take you out. And so I see where we are in America. We have gone from a a land of sovereign states, uh, first started as colonies, and in those colonies, as they became states, they founded their laws based upon the Bible. And this is long before we had a constitution. And so even, you know, I did did a report on um, uh, how they dealt with sodomy. And I had all of the all of the states how they dealt with Solomon, and they referenced Leviticus for why it was a crime and what the punishment was. Most of it was death. Some of it was you know twenty one years of hard labor. A bit of death in there. Yeah. So 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 we're there. We're letting those things come in, and we're not we're not pushing back. But I do think there is an awakening, guys. Just like you said, I do think there is an awakening among people. But it's got to be by the Spirit, and it's got to be according to His Word. And I, you know, we often reference Deuteronomy 28. And Deuteronomy 28 has 12 verses where God says, I'm going to bless you, bless you, bless you. I'm going to bless you so much if you keep my commandments that they'll overtake you. But if you don't, then i got like three times as much curses that's going to come on you. And guys, I see the curses here in America. I'm sure you do too. That's why you're talking about this. People will look at it as a bleak outlook. I think it's just a reality outlook. And then our message is to call people back to repentance towards God, faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't know what the message is that you guys have there, but that is the message of the gospel. If people are not calling 
to be uh, repentant, then we're not giving them the gospel. We're giving them something, a pat on the back and, and a feel-good message. And uh, I hope that people will hear that kind of message uh, when they go to your event. I don't, I don't know if they do or not. We have, um, when you go to thrivetimeshow.com, uh, thrivetimeshow.com, a couple things people need to know to, need to know about these events is one, um, the, the pricing for them, you know, people can pay $250 or whatever they can afford. And the reason why is some people can't afford more than 50 bucks or 40 bucks. It's a, the, the one we have in Michigan, it's a three day event. So, I mean, I guess if you want to, for as little as $7 a day, you, you know, <laughs> could learn. I mean, there's all these great speakers in one place. Um, but, but again, Jackson, I, I'm emceeing, so I'm introducing the speakers and you're more there to, you're, you're speaking, but you're also off stage more. So you're observing. Mm-hmm. I think we had, I don't want to make make up a, a number, but I want to say we had at least five ministers at the event. You had more than that. Probably. Maybe more than that. And I feel yeah. like, um, I know that pastor Mark Burns did not call for repentance. Um, um, his talk was a little different. But I feel like there was at least four or five pastors you know, that called for repentance in some capacity. You did have a woman God. who's not even a pastor call for Good. repentance, Dr. Stella. Yep, Stella Emanuel. She really brought some fire of calling us to repentance. And then Rachel mm. Ham, mm-hmm. same thing. So I, I want to say there was about seven, maybe six speakers that their message was repent, yeah, get absolutely. right with God. And, and then when the pastor was asking people to come down if they wanted to accept Christ, I mean, I don't want to make up a number, but in an audience of about 2,700 Whatever that number was, it seemed like a healthy percentage of people were recommitting their life Absolutely. to Christ or getting or committing their life to, the, to Christ for the for, for the first time. So that's really the the, the heart of the event. Um, I'm not a pastor, and uh, I'm not even a uh, amazing traveling reawaken America tour conference guy. Um, I'm going to do three more of these, um, and then could probably go back to uh, um, hiding from life, which is what I've done for the past uh, decade, where I've lived off the grid with my chickens and my cats and my five kids. And I run companies, but I, I have uh, really never uh, been a guy that's a big, you know, I, I, I've, I'll step to the step up to the occasion when I need to. But uh, these uh, uh, traveling and events with thousands of people is really not my, my deal. Well, that's more this guy's deal. You're Professor doing Jackson, one heck of a job of it. He has a church that has people every week. They show up. It's very little one-on-one church services over there at the Sheridan <laughs> Church. It's a growing church. Uh, you have, you know, you have lots of people there. I'm always the guy who wants to sit in the back and, and sort of be incognito. So this is an interesting <laughs> time here. But uh, anyway, so that's that's what we're doing. Okay, all right. So what's happening at these events um, specifically? You're bringing in all these different people, and yeah. you know, I you know, I, I hear. Sadly, our country gets divided over this issue of conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. All that nonsense. It's because yeah. it is nonsense because we have one constitution. We don't have two. And yeah. there's only one Bible. And we know from uh, the legislation that the Congress signed or that President Reagan signed, even in the Congress, that our, our laws were based upon the Bible. So part of yeah. our part of our law is the Bible itself. And so when when we're coming out, when you're coming out here and you're bringing in some of these speakers, uh, Dr. Simone Gold. Let's give yeah. an example here. Let's do it, yeah. You've got her on. Then you've yep. got um, some other people. You've got a, a Linwood. You've got a, a Sidney Powell. Then you've got Robert yep. F. Kennedy Jr. We're trying to get him yep. on the show, too. And uh, But you have some of these have a, a wide variety of political ideology. Yep. But it seems like they're coming together in a common cause. What is the common cause that you have for Reawaken America well, Tour? 
Let me tell you this. We've got a guy in our studio today who I'm excited to listen to. His name is Pastor or Minister Randy Caldwell. And this is a guy who um, explains uh, the Bible and makes it very relevant to people like me. I I am a man bear pig who's only good at business. My (laughs) only real skill set, if you have like a landscaping business and you said, I want to grow that thing, people hire me. I only take on 160 clients so I can be a little more eccentric, I guess. I don't have to put up with most rules of, I don't know, decency. I just sort of operate you in my office back here. It's kind of a bizarre place, Jackson. I mean, it's amazing. The whole office. It's amazing. Um, so I'm like the Willy Wonka of business back here. Um, so I, I just invited people that are sharing the truth. I don't really care about their political party. Furthermore, I think that the, that the Luciferian left and the deep state Republicans are equally yeah. wrong. So I'll give an example. In our state, Oklahoma, and Jackson totally disagrees with me if you want to. I'm just throwing it out. Okay. In our state of Oklahoma, we have a governor who is recommending that people would should take the vaccine, the COVID shots. Is that an accurate statement? It is very accurate. Okay. And in the COVID-19 shots, there is a technology called SM-102, a.k.a. called Luciferase. Now, that technology was developed by Bill Gates, and Bill Gates has a spiritual advisor by the name of Marina Abramovich, who's a spirit-cooking Satan worshiper. So I am not a fan of anybody in Oklahoma taking the COVID-19 shots. Amen. Now, the fact that we have a Republican governor recommending it doesn't change that in any shape or form for me. And the fact that he's very into beef, uh, he loves beef. The governor's into beef. Every time you talk to him, he's talking about beef. He's pro-beef, pro-cattle, pro-grass. That's exciting. Um, But still, I'm against the COVID-19 shots, the the shots. And and so my common denominator is I'm I'm not a respecter of political parties. I'm going to say, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., if you're exposing the corruption of Dr. Fauci, the guy is uh, pushing the spirit of fear. Yeah. You're on my team. Amen. Uh, Amen. Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer, you're against kill, you're against the spirit of fear. You're sharing the truth of repentance, getting back to God. You're on my team. Uh, James, who's who's off camera but on mic. James, you're you're an attorney. Yeah, I'm from uh, New York. Yes, sir. And uh, I I don't even know what your political party is. We've never talked about that, but you're on my team because you're into <laughs> facts. And so that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, and Jackson, maybe you could describe it differently or better. Or Yeah, this is a bunch of people from all different spheres of lives, from pastors to uh, business owners to doctors and attorneys that have very different backgrounds. But we all recognize one thing. Our country is in a lot of trouble. We are in yep. so much trouble yep. right now. And if there is not a reawakening, a spiritual awakening, yep. uh, a killing of the spirit of fear, that's what's happened in 2020. Fear gripped the united states i've never seen anything like it before fear gripped our country and that has put us in a position where we're being controlled by the deep state you want to call it the deep state you want to call it luciferians on the left they're controlling the masses through fear and so yeah maybe you have a kennedy and a flynn on the same stage that's a beautiful thing in my opinion yep it's it's an interesting uh time in american history but i can say anybody who seeks the truth would, would like these events and uh um, you know, that's why we're doing, we only have three events left. Uh, we have Michigan coming up in August, um, and Grand Rapids, Michigan. Then we have Colorado Springs in September. And then we have, uh, uh, San Antonio in November where General Flynn will be presenting the freedom fighting awards for the people that have been fighting back against the unconstitutional lockdowns, mandates, uh, uh, coerced or forced vaccinations. And, uh, they're all going to be in one place in time in San Antonio, Texas in November. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I agree with you. That was what I was saying about the political parties. I said, you've, you've got all these people across political, uh, the political spectrum and they're speaking out against these things that are, that are being done to their fellow man and it's being pushed on them. 
And, you know, now we've got uh, the fraudulent Biden administration. I, I, I won't call him a president any more than I'll call Barack Hussein Obama Satoru Sabarka president because he wasn't a natural born citizen. And this guy didn't legitimately win an election. I'm convinced of that. And we hear this this thing come from um, Jen Psaki saying, oh, we're going to come door to door. Well, first, hmm. where is that in the Constitution that they have the authority to speak on science and health that's the first thing we didn't yeah. we didn't authorize any of these agencies these three-letter agencies in fact the only law enforcement in the constitution is one the president that's his job that's his only yeah. job his job's not the economy it's not uh you know all this other stuff that, that goes on that presidents do his job is to make sure the law is enforced and the people, the militia, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. The militia is to enforce the law, they repel invasions, and they're put down insurrections. And sadly, they've been demonized. That's the people. The people are frustrated because they're not getting justice. We were promised, you know, justice during the Trump administration. And, you know, props to Trump on the, the child trafficking and stuff. More than any other president, he's done that. And I give him props there where, where it is. But when it comes to dealing with the corrupt politicians, we, we didn't see that in his administration. Now you've got this corrupt man who is a traitor. According to Trump, he's a treasonous traitor. <laughs> if you can double up on that. And I agree with that. But he's in the White House now. And I know there's efforts underway. We talked with Dr. Uh, Professor Clements about the election stuff. But we it's like we're we're saying the right things, but then it's okay, there comes a time where you get educated, you get informed, you know these things are going on. And the people have to act. And, Clay, here's the thing that I see over and over. The people want somebody else to do for them what is their yeah. duty before God and man to do for themselves. Do you see that, too? Well, I would say this kind of in, in, in closing, and I'm so sorry we have an abbreviated um, interview today. I can just say, because you, you saw people, Jackson, I saw people. I'm seeing more and more people speaking out stepping up and getting involved in the school board. I'm seeing yeah. more and more people speaking up. Yes. Amen. Stepping amen. out and getting involved in the, the in, in, in the PTA. I'm seeing more and more people say, you know what? I disagree with this gay, lesbian, transgender agenda. I'm going to go coach my kids track team myself. I'm yeah. seeing people w woken up and that's really what I'm hoping to do at these events. Would yeah. you agree with well, that? It's like, we're all charcoals. You know, you put charcoals together, you ignite one, it ignites the others. If you separate them, the coals cool off. Mm. And what's happening at these events is people are coming together who have been isolated, say yeah. for a year. And all of a sudden now they're being ignited again and they're taking that fire and they're going back to where, because these tours, I mean, there's people coming from all over the United States. That's why I look so bad. I, I, I singed my, my body, uh, just the overall, <laughs> the energy and the, the fire from all these people. Normally I look, you know, okay, but that's why I look so bad. You're just singed there, just on fire. Yeah, well, it, I, I guess it's good to be on fire if you're doing the right thing. That's for sure. That's, that's hilarious, <laughs> though. But, uh, okay, so you've got all these people coming in. Each yep. of them are speaking. You've got people coming from around the country. I, you know, I've seen some of the stuff that's out there. In fact, one yeah. of the, it's kind of interesting. Uh, one of the things I did, I think the first time I ever even heard of you, uh, you came out and, and this, this has something to do with this because you mentioned Bill Gates. You said mm. Bill Gates is a pedophile. He hangs with pedophiles. Why would you listen well, to a pedophile about what to do with kids? I, real quick correction. I was on Newsmax. And I had had I made the decision, no matter what they would ask me, I would point out the fact that Bill Gates has chosen to befriend the world's most 
uh, a prolific pedophile. Bill Gates has chosen to become friends with Jeffrey Epstein. And I don't want my kids taking a vaccine from anybody who chooses to befriend the world's most prolific pedophile. One could say that's insinuating that he is a pedophile. I'm, I, I'm insinuating that he chose to hang out with a, a convicted prolific pedophile. So anybody out there, if you're looking for uh, pro tips to become my friend, Step one, do not reach out to prolific pedophiles as uh, uh, to become their friends. As Amen. A <laughs> That's funny. I also wanted to point out, too, you mentioned ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which we yeah. saw a lot of people oppose, although they were using it before. And I want to throw in something else, and that is chlorine dioxide. Now, I don't know if you've looked into this. This doesn't require a prescription. You can pick it up for 50 bucks. You can take care of your family for six months to a year with two bottles of it. They're little tiny bottles. Yep. And we just had Dr. Andreas Calker on recently. He did a scientific study. He's already published it. And this guy is taking care of anything from the alleged convids 1984 to cancer, mm-hmm. to staph infections, to um, all kinds of of health issues. And, he, yep. and I asked him, I said, well, what's happening when you do that? He says... These people are being made well, but his studies specifically on the COVID nineteen eighty four. So I, I said, well, who have you not been able to help? And he said, the fearful and the ignorant. And again, this goes back to something simple. It doesn't require a drug maker. You can buy it online, and uh, they're yeah. having tremendous, tremendous, um, you know, success with this. So much that they made a documentary on it about Christian missionaries who went into Muslim countries, wanted to tell them the gospel of Jesus. They said, no, you can't do that. They said, can we, ha- can we help treat your people who are sick? They said, yeah. They treated them with uh, nutrition and chlor- chlorine dioxide. All the people were made well. The, the leaders of the village were so impressed. They said, we got a radio station over here. We're going to give you that. You can teach the people about Jesus as long as you keep helping our people stay well. And so, you know, we don't even need the doctors to tell us these things. We, can, we got stuff that we can take care of ourselves uh, through the means God has given us in his creation, and also with things like chlorine dioxide. So I don't know if you guys heard about that. I'll send you the link to the interview if, you, if you're yeah. interested in following up. It's it's really amazing, and for 50 bucks, you, you really can't beat it. But um, Well, I'll say yeah. this in, in, in closing, and I respect you for, for allowing us to be on your show here today. Sure. Um, I could say that um, the doctors that I know personally, and Jackson, you met a lot of them now too, um, Dr. Sherwood, Mark Sherwood, mm-hmm. Sherwood.tv, Dr. Jim Meehan, uh, Meehan, uh, md.com uh dr uh, estella emmanuel who you mentioned uh dr simone gold these people are treating thousands of patients sure yeah. dr bartlett dr bartlett richard bartlett from texas with zero deaths or as close to zero deaths as possible and this just in eventually everyone's going to die from something that's right this just in and so i've heard a lot of people recommend a similar treatment protocol to, to what you just said and i would just say if anybody wants to know the research that we've done and those doctors have done, I've tried to um, organize it all at time to free America.com time to free America.com. So you can hear from, from doctors that are willing to uh, share the truth about effective treatments. And then from pastors like pastor Jackson, who are willing to speak up against the unconstitutional um, agenda of the lockdowns and the mandates and that sort of thing. And I just appreciate you allowing us to be here with you uh, on your show today. Anybody out there, if you want to get out to the final three events, we have just under 45% of the tickets left, maybe 42, 43% of the tickets remaining. And uh, they're, they're scholarship pricing, so everyone can afford to go. And uh, I would just say, if you ever hear me or anybody on our stage say something that conflicts with the Word of God, go with the Word of God, a.k.a. the Bible, Amen. right? Amen. I just say, yep. study the Word of God. And if I say something that conflicts, or any of our speakers do, with the Word of God, um, go with the Bible. The, the Bible is the irrefutable Word of God, and I appreciate your show. 
uh, the Sons of Liberty for, for speaking out and sharing the truth. I, I really do appreciate you. Yeah, thank you very much. I, I want to ask one question. Uh, we got about, are you guys staying for 15 minutes? Because we have 55 minutes, but if, if you're short, then that's fine. We'll, we'll make it work. I think, I think we're short, and it might have been a, just okay. a, a booking thing. Um, well, we were we were scheduled to be on 30 minutes earlier, and, and you gave me a little window there because I was finishing up the other show. But I want to ask this question because you mentioned sure. like Bill Gates and the, the, the injections, and, and I made mention of the Biden administration and what they're doing. But all of this kind of got the ball rolling under Donald Trump, who pontificated about Operation Warp Speed. And sure. he's pushing the vaccines through. He had yep. no authorization to spend billions of dollars to Big Pharma to create these, I don't know what to say, murderous, I mean, what we're finding out from uh, the guy that was on uh, Attorney Rents, uh, who yep. was who was at your one of your events, I mean, this is premeditated murder. There's just no doubt about it. The people knew. Now we've got ICANN, uh, who just won a court case in Arizona, U.S. District Court in Arizona, to where they're going to get the unredacted, phase one trial studies from Moderna. And we're going to see these people knew exactly what they were putting out. We've, we've had Donald Trump pimping out the shot. We've had Joe Biden pimping out the shot. We've had the mainstream media pimping out the shot. And despite the thousands of deaths that theirs records and those that they haven't recorded, when you go to their site, the first thing they say is what you need to know, it's safe and effective, which it's neither one. How do you respond to that? Because I know a lot of a lot of people, you know, are, yeah. are calling for Trump to come back and this that, and, the other. and I do believe he won the election. Don't get me wrong, but sure. how do you do? How do you hold? Can you can you not hold him accountable in the same way that you're holding, say, a Bill a Bill Gates for what he's created in those things, and a and a Joe Biden for what he's pushing well, out of his administration? I'll, I'll I'll say in closing my thoughts, and then Pastor Jackson can one up me, and I would just say again. Anybody at all listening to the sound of my voice, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, always go with the irrefutable word of God, always study the Bible. And I would say anybody who's pushing a shot that contains fetal tissue, eh, RNA modifying technology, eh, SM-102, eh, any of the stuff in those shots, those COVID-19 shots, is encouraging you to take those shots in error. Whether that's Amen. an air of ignorance or an air of nefariousness, you should not inject something into your body that includes cell lines derived from fetal tissue and graphene oxide. I'm just throwing that out there. So again, I'm not an apologist for President Trump, nor am I an attacker of President Trump. Um, I just know that Saul in the Bible made a lot of mistakes, and then God shone him the light. Next thing you know, Saul became Paul, was beaten 39 times on five separate occasions, wrote 13 beautiful books of the Bible. And uh, I don't know, I haven't killed anybody, I haven't fed anyone to lions, but I certainly uh, am a recovering American jackass. And so I and I have not written any books of the Bible. So I would just say, I hope God has mercy on my soul. Uh, Pastor Jackson, I'll get your, your thoughts there. No, I totally agree. No one is perfect. Uh, President Trump is not perfect. In uh, hindsight, we have to realize it was Vice President Mike Pence that led this effort, and I think we all can draw some conclusions on how we feel about Mike Pence. And if you have noticed, President Trump has backed off on his rhetoric about uh, the vaccine and Operation Warp Speed, if you listen to his speeches recently, but I'm in agreement with Clay. We're not an apologist uh, for anybody other than the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the only one who is perfect, and uh, President Trump is not a doctor. But I do agree with you. 
He won the election. There's no doubt about it. Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. We're seeing great things coming out of Maricopa right now. Okay, yeah, I, and I've seen some of that, too. We talked with uh, Professor Clements about that, and, he, and he's great on that. In fact, I think he's working himself to death to, to, to be the change that he says he wants to, he wants to be there. Guys, I know you got to go, and uh, we're, we'll, we'll fill in the, the last 10 minutes here uh, with Thank something else. Thank you so else. much for having us. Yeah, but it. why, don't you, why don't you give a chance to uh, plug, your, plug your website there, Clay, uh, yeah. before you go? Well, I would just say, uh, if you want to see you know, your Lynn Woods and your Sydney Powells and your General Flynn's and your uh, Ted Nugent's, and <clears throat> each event is different. So if you go to thrivetimeshow.com, thrivetimeshow.com, you can click on the uh, event there, the actual flyer for each one. You can see which speakers come into each one. Um, I certainly didn't expect Bobby Kennedy Jr. to be in Anaheim, but he was there. Didn't Amazing. expect uh, ten, Ted Nugent's uh, wife to reach out about him coming to Michigan, but it's happening, and it's because people are seeking the truth. So if you're out there and you want to uh, uh, join fellow patriots in seeking the truth for, for a two-day or three-day event and at a price you can afford, go to thrivetimeshow.com. That's thrivetimeshow.com. And if you want to see a, a picture of an, of an ugly uh, uh, man bear pig slash recovering jackass, just Google my name on Google Images and you'll see me right there, a pasty male. <laughs> I'll be waiting to give you a hug because there's no mask mandates. There's no lockdowns. There's no social distancing. There's just me fist bumping and hugging people like you unless you r- run away and hide from me. <laughs> okay. All right, Pastor and uh, Clay, we appreciate you guys joining us. And uh, we're going we're gonna to air this on Friday. So I'll be sure to send you a link Great. if you want to share it or whatever you want to do there. And uh, again, thank you guys for your time. We appreciate it very much. Thank you, Tim. Take right. care. See you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Um, I, I'm live now. Okay. That was all pre-recorded, and <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not going to make excuses. Yes, I had four shows that day. I was tired, and we really brought them on to talk about this reawaken thing. But I do want to address some things there near the end, uh, if I might, because. They they just have to be addressed, and you know as the as the guys were saying, we want to love the truth, we want to love the word of God, and we can't do that fully if we're not willing to be completely honest about the political jersey that we back. I've said again and again, I think Donald Trump won the election. I think it was stolen. I think there's a coup involved there. I really do believe that, at least from the evidence I've seen. But when it comes to this issue of this vaccine stuff, you know, we got the issue that the governor in Oklahoma is pushing that, and they were against the governor in that. Good. They should be against him. And I I beg to differ uh, with the pastor. And again, they had to go, or I I would have said this in continuing on. I I would have put this to the pastor and said, look, how come when Biden does it, when a Democrat breaks the law, when they violate the Constitution, it's, a, it's, it's, it's Marxism, and it is, don't get me wrong, it is, and it's criminal, and it's this, that, and the other. But when Trump does it, it's a mistake. Now, let me, let me clarify something. When you look up the word sin, it, you can have the definition for missing the mark. But John tells us what, sin, what that missing the mark is. It is transgression of the law. First John. Okay? Transgression of the law. A mistake is me bearing down too hard on my pencil and breaking the lead. A mistake is me my finger slipping and putting in the wrong code to try to turn off my alarm system. A mistake is grabbing the blue paint when I meant to grab the white paint. That's a mistake. When you violate the law, that is not a mistake. That is a crime. There's a difference. Okay, 
Every single person pushing these injections, coercing the people to take them, telling you they're safe and effective, that is not a mistake, folks. That is a crime. It goes back to the Nuremberg Code. No informed consent. And I just want to correct the record here. Donald Trump has not backed off of the vaccine thing. I'm going to give you the evidence. Now, this is from April the 19th that it was put out. This is Donald Trump on Operation Warp Speed on Fox News. Take a look. You know, Pfizer is really in. Okay, I'll give you a little breaking news. Pfizer is in with the FDA. And what the FDA did with Johnson & Johnson is so stupid. You know, they all want me to do a commercial because a lot of our people don't want to take vaccine. You know, I don't know what that is exactly. Republican, I don't know what it is. You encourage people to get it. I encourage them to take it. I do. But they want me to make a vaccine. Did you get it? They want, yes, I did. They want, I had it. Why is he encouraging it, okay? people to take both. an experimental so here's, here's injection with they all that stuff that Clay just the talked vaccine. about? Well. And they think that's very important, and I'd certainly do it. But then I call them, I say, let me ask you a question. You just did something. Six people out of eight million people. Somebody said that Tylenol, women's birth control, all cause far more. Six people. Out of seven experienced million. some difficulty. Mm. Six people. Now listen to what he says. That's too bad. It's terrible. But they they paused it. That's the worst thing you could have done from a public relations standpoint. All right, let me pause it just a second. <clears throat> there was more than six people. I, it, we had twenty countries shutting down for AstraZeneca. Okay, because of the blood clots. Johnson and Johnson was doing the same. Thing. Johnson and Johnson shouldn't even be in business after their fiasco with putting carcinogens, I got to get that word right, carcinogens in their baby powder and telling people it's safe. Mothers, you need to be rubbing it all over your body. Rub it over your babies. And they knew it caused cancer. They didn't say anything, but boy, they paid out in the end, didn't they? And they're, they're allowed to make this shot that Dr. Sherry Tenpenny <clears throat> says is different than the Pfizer or the Moderna shot, which use mRNA to affect the DNA. They directly affect your DNA. So I, I'm just wanting to be clear here. Donald Trump says you shouldn't have paused it for these six people who had problems, all these people who are dying, all these injuries that are occurring from a public relations standpoint. This is why government is not to be trusted with our health or with our science. They are not authorized in this document. This is the U.S. Constitution. It's falling apart, yes. Um, They're not authorized to be dealing in science or health. They're to be punishing the evildoers, Romans 13. Donald Trump's job, and he had really one job as president, he was to make sure to take care, okay, Article 2, Section 3, to take care that the laws be faithfully executed and shall commission all the officers of the United States. Did he do that? If he did that, why do we still have the criminal politicians in places of representation and power? See, if we're going to awaken people, if we're really going to awaken them, yeah, we're going to have to show them the fraud of the election, no doubt about that. We're going to have to show them the corruption that's there so they can deal with it, and that's what I appreciated about uh, Professor David Clements 
uh, yesterday when we aired him, was that he's saying the people are coming together to ensure this doesn't happen again and to press on the crime that was committed back in November. Okay? Let me let Trump finish, and then I'm going to show you one that's even just days they before this. Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And it probably even affects the other vaccines a little bit. But they paused it. It's had a devastating impact. I said, they want me to do a commercial, some commercial, and they do this pause. Now, here's your breaking news. They love Pfizer. They get along with Pfizer so well. And Pfizer, I, Pfizer doesn't like me because I put favored nations on prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. And favored nations will mean, if Biden stays with what we I get did, the lowest it's price. in the courts now, it will mean we have the lowest prices, we have the highest prices in the world by far. And in fact, last year, I, I got them to be slightly lower, but just first time it's happened in 32 years. But here's the thing, 52 years. Yeah. But here's the thing, I put a favored nations clause. So Pfizer and all these drug companies dislike me also. You know, I can be liked by everybody, but... I won't be doing a good job. So I put favored nations because you have countries that pay a tiny fraction for the exact same pill. Okay. All right. So everybody wants to be liked. Okay. I want to be liked. I, I've talked with Bradley. He said, I wish everybody liked me, but that's just not the way things work. If you're going to do the right thing. But he says, you know, they like Pfizer and guys, I'm going to probably go over just a little bit. I wasn't expecting to do that. I was expecting to get a couple of things, but the, the more I listened, the more I needed to address this particular issue, because you cannot awaken America if you're going to call out one side and not have the same standard that you're going to hold to. And I know all of the guys who are speaking at this event are very much Trump supporters. And they will not call this out. They won't do it. None of them that I've heard ever call this out. Okay? They make excuses. So, let me throw this in, this one here, before we, before we end. The Donald Trump gave a statement. And I seem to have clicked off of this one. I don't know why I did that. Okay, here it is. This is a statement by Donald Trump. I'm going to get it in before we end the radio show. And if you guys want to continue with me, jump over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, right side of the page, the video down, or beforeitsnews.com or dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. Here's what his statement was. I want you to check this out. This was two days before the interview that you just heard, okay? Joe Biden kept talking about how good of a job he's doing on the distribution of the vaccine that was developed by Operation Warp Speed, or quite simply, the Trump administration. He's not doing well at all. He's way behind schedule. And people are refusing to take the vaccine, listen to this, because they don't trust his administration, they don't trust the election results, and they certainly don't trust the fake news, which is refusing to tell them the truth. Well, here's the truth. Donald Trump's administration produced this stuff with your money. That's right. When he's saying they they were on about Pfizer and Pfizer liked them, he gave Pfizer your money. He gave Moderna your money. He gave these manufacturers your money to produce this stuff. And what have we seen out of it? Well, not enough. Not enough. So we'll be back tomorrow, 8 a.m. with Kate Shimarani. But until then, just remember, we're telling you the truth here. Hang on. I'm going to continue this on the other side. Sorry about that. My music, I had it doing some weird stuff, and I accidentally hit the button, so my music went way off over the radio. But welcome to everybody who's coming over from Red State Talk Radio. 
Donald Trump is actually blaming the crime that happened during the election, okay, on the reason people aren't taking the vaccine. That's nonsense. That is nonsense. And it plays the other side. You remember that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all were talking about, we're not going to, and Nancy put, we're not going to take Trump's vaccine. But now that our guy's in there, we're going to push the, that injection. It's not even a vaccine. We, we really have to train ourselves not to call it that. Everybody who calls these things that are coming out a vaccine is lying to you. They're lying because they're uninformed or they're intentionally lying because they know the truth and they don't want to tell you the truth because they want to suppress the truth and unrighteousness. Okay? So we got a statement from in April saying, I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to, um, uh, you know, take the vaccine. I mean, this is ridiculous. We got a lot of people that don't want to take the vaccine. And it's because Johnson and Johnson put a pause because some people were having a problem. No, that's not why people are not taking it. People are paying attention to outlets like ours who are showing you the results. They are listening to doctors, nurses, and medical professionals who are telling you what's in these things because you certainly aren't getting it at the local CVS or the local Walmart. You aren't going to get it from, you you didn't get it from Operation Warp Speed. They didn't tell you what was in it. In fact, we had Dr. Jane Ruby who told us, and we had a pharmacist down in Florida who showed us the insert intentionally blank. That is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. And everybody's just fine. And then we have a turtle man, Mitch McConnell, popping on and saying, well, we need to get the, um, uh, we need to get the, the vaccine and uh, doing all this. He has no business talking about that. None of these people, I, I'm going to tell you, they are so criminal that there needs to be swift crimes and swift justice in the public square against all of these politicians who are pushing this thing. Every single one of them, Republican, Democrat, Independent, I don't care who they are, they're pushing it, and it is injuring people by the hundreds of thousands now into the millions worldwide, and it's killing people. Again, you've heard from people who've been in on the research. They stopped the research Dr. Jane Ruby said, with six beagles, six beagles, dogs, that died. Okay? All of the ferrets in the first one, of the SARS-CoV-1, all those guys died too. So, when, when we see these things, Donald Trump has not backed off of the vaccine issue. He's trying to put the blame on somebody else for why people aren't taking the vaccine. And I told you last year, I, I and I'll put it, I'll put up the radio show if I can find it. I, yeah, I think I, I knew the title because it was about him hinting because the chick from uh, Fox News, Maria, whatever, I don't watch, just so you guys know, I don't have a television with cable coming in, so I don't sit here and watch Fox News or CNN or MSLSD or any of that stuff. I, I just don't watch it, okay? If I see a story there, I go back, I find the clips on YouTube, I'll look at the context and I'll do something with that. But I don't watch it, so I don't know the people people's names here. But the chick from Fox Business, Maria, and I can't think of what her last name is, but some of you guys know, you know who I'm talking about. She was interviewing Trump and she says, okay, so to go back to normal, when we go, you know, go out to a sporting event, we're going to go out to eat, or 
are we going to have to constantly wear a mask? Are we going to have to have our temperature checked? Are we going to have to you know do this? And his response was, I mean, and now this is in response to the question of to go back to normal. He says, we've got a vaccine. See, right there, it wasn't, you know, we could go back to, we, we can go back to normal by just being ourselves, living our lives and keeping our liberty and let people decide whether or not they want to go to the doctor about this um, or whatever the case may be. So my, my point is, is this. And let me give you something of history. When I was in high school, I graduated high school in 1987. Ashbrook High School, Gastonia. The Green Wave. I never understood that. That sounds kind of dirty. It sounds like Myrtle Beach water. But in any case, one of the things I do remember, if you can believe this, in English class in 12th grade was this. We were told, or we had to read, the sermon that was a part of the Second Great Awakening. And it was a real spiritual awakening. The sermon was by Jonathan Edwards. Sinners in the hands of an angry God. Now, today, let me tell you what the title of this would be. God in the hands of angry sinners. That's the way the modern church has it. God in the hands of angry sinners. And I'm going to put this in here for those of you who've not read it. Okay? Because you need to read this. If you want a great awakening, it's not going to come through political measures. It's not going to come through who you vote for. It's not going to come through necessarily what laws you pass. It's going to come... When the men of God stand up and preach the word of God. Now, look, I haven't been to one of the events. I'm going to take the guys at their word, preach the word of God. Don't, you know, if it's if it disagrees with that, they're right on. They're exactly right on. But you better make sure that when somebody is telling you God said this, that, and the other, you better check the context of what they're saying. Okay? And again, we... You want to see something about the vaccines? We've talked about that before. Leviticus 19.19 and Leviticus 17.11. Life of the flesh is in the blood. You're not to mix. There's your principles right there. There's your principles. So, what are we going to do if there is a real awakening? And and let me me add this other in here too. Uh, Donald Trump is not the only one who's Who's doing this? His, his entire family has been pushing these things. Now, why do I stick on this vaccine so much? Because this is the vehicle they're going to use to control us or to try to control us. Let me put it that way. To try to control us. Because I'm not going to be controlled by that. And I hope you're not going to be controlled either. There's one king we bow our knee to, and that's King Jesus. That's it. Anybody else looking to sub- subvert his kingship is an enemy not only of the cross and of the people of God, they're an enemy of humanity, and they're at war with God, and they're leading men to be at war with God. And so when I say we, when we have to awaken from this, we got to quit making excuses for our pay, uh, favorite politicians, calling their violations of law 
mistakes. We, we, we just have to do that. Okay, we, We've got to get away from that. Again, there are things that are real mistakes. There are other things that are violations of law. It's sin. Okay? Here's Donald Trump's daughter, Ivanka. Again, this is back in May. She's pushing the daddy's propaganda narrative. Get the vaccine. Get the vaccine. You remember CPAC, uh, Donald Trump was saying, get the vaccine. I think that was, that was over here. And they're wanting to test this thing on children as young as 12. I'll have to bring up the other one where he, where he spoke at CPAC, and he says, you need to get your shot. Now, if Donald Trump is repentant in this, let him not be silent. Let him not make blames on the election. Let him come out and say, I was wrong. I should have never given your money for this. I should have never pushed this. This should have never been authorized. I should have put a stop to it as president because, as far as I know, the only person over the executive branch is the president. Guys, Mike Pence isn't over the executive branch. Now, I think Mike Pence is not such a great guy, okay? But he's not over the executive branch. He's not. This, you know, Truman actually had it right. The buck stops here. And we can't get presidents to take their own blame for their own mistakes and crimes. We can't get them to take we can't get them to take that. In fact, everything in the Trump administration, if it was a bad thing, it was it was somebody else's problem. It wasn't his. And if it was a bad thing that he was taking credit for as a good thing, what, what did he do? It's never been done before in history. I'm the greatest president. Everybody loves me. Right? It, I'm the most greatest this, that, and the other. And so the point is, is we have to hold all of them, regardless of their political persuasion, to account. If people really are turning to the true God, if they really are having their hearts changed, and if they really are being regenerated by the Holy Spirit, God has given them His Spirit, then what we should be starting to see is true repentance on the part of the people and a dealing with corruption and crime. That's what we should be seeing. Is that what we're seeing? I think we're seeing it from some people, yes. I really do. I think we're seeing that from some people. But some people just can't get out of that political mindset. And politics is not going to save us. It's not going to do that. But our politics should be what we believe externalized. Our culture is religion externalized. Is it reflecting a Christian mindset? Is our culture doing that? Not yet. I believe it's within our grasp, but boy, I'll tell you what, we need God to grant us repentance. As Jeremiah prayed in Lamentations, Lord, turn us and we'll be turned. Can the leopard change his spots? Nope. We need God to turn us. We are incapable in our flesh of turning ourselves. We're just incapable of doing it. In fact, the Bible says the carnal man cannot even understand the things of God. And he doesn't mean that you can't formulate the words and spit them back out. The issue is he can't grasp them in his mind and then do them. He, is, he cannot. 
He has he lacks the ability. He is dead in his sin. This is why he needs the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit, which comes by the preaching of the gospel. And that gospel always ends with this. Repent. Change your mind. Agree with God about what he said about what is right and wrong and obey him. That's the message of the gospel here. Now, I have some of these links for some of the things that we've talked about here, but I, I did want to throw that in there. I think that, that that's something, that's a message that I'll bet's probably not brought into the Reawaken America. Because I know a lot of the people are, at least on the front there, are major supporters of Donald Trump. And all I'm saying is, is look, we've got to be honest about what he did, and there's a lot of stuff. I know a lot of people pop in the chat room and say, no, he didn't, he didn't do that. And you show them the evidence, and they keep going on in their suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. So, with that said, um, I am hopeful. There are some, there are some good speakers that, he's, that, uh, that Clay and him have had in there, and uh, Clay's full of energy. I mean, gosh, he's like my, he's like my oldest daughter. She comes in, and she's like that. She's just... Um, so, you know, I hope God will use that energy because I'll, I'll tell you, I th- Clay in many ways reminds me of me as a young Christian, like in the first year or so. I didn't really know a lot, but I was excited about the Lord. And I was even wrong about a lot of things and I listened to a lot of bad teaching. And it wasn't until I learned the principle of context in Scripture and going to... Not that God wasn't answering me. I would read my Bible, um, and God would answer me right out of the Scriptures, whatever I, whatever I had asked Him. It was it's truly amazing. But as I grew in that, I learned to look at context. And context was is like this safeguard. It really is. You can't just throw a Scripture verse out without knowing what the context is. And I know we reference certain scriptures, but there's a context there. If we had time, we'd be expounding on all of those. This is why if you're not in a church where the preacher is going verse by verse through books of the Bible where he has to stay in a context, you probably don't need to be in that church. Because they're going to be teaching whatever their own whims is. And I'm not saying you can't have topical preaching at time to teach on a particular subject. I think that's fine. But context helps us stay in an area of safety by understanding what God said, who he said it to, why he said it, and then draw an application out of that. Okay. And, um, again, I appreciate their time. I appreciate uh, Clay and, uh, Pastor Jackson's time to come on today. I hope it's been beneficial to you to some extent. I felt like I was just completely worn out and I didn't feel like the interview really went the best that it could have. But, uh, I did want to put these things in here because, Again, I think this is part of, you know, if we're, if we're going to awaken, if we're really going to awaken, we've got to see things as they are and be willing to step up and have the courage and say, you know, the guy I supported, it, it, he violated the law too. So if we put him back in office, as far as I'm concerned, I, I stay with the same thing I said the other day. And that is this. If he goes back in office, instead of impeaching him, for things that he didn't do, how about we impeach him for things that he did do in violation of the Constitution? That's the issue. That's the issue. 
And you say, what are those things? I'll leave you with this. Just a couple of things to, to think about. The trillions of dollars in unconstitutional spending they signed. The two times without any congressional authorization, he lobbed millions of dollars worth of missiles into Syria. The unconstitutional bump stock ban. The calls for red red flag laws in which his DOJ was even bribing states to implement those things. The continued funding of $100 million more to Planned Parenthood every year, more than than Barack Obama. And yes, look, let's clarify that. Yes, he did put in Title 10. They lost $60 million, but hey, they were getting $100 million more than they were getting from Obama under the other. And yes, he did cancel out foreign aid to Planned Parenthood. Why couldn't he do it with domestically? Again, he's the guy who's to enforce the law. Well, he, he had all kinds of stuff going on. And then, okay. You know, if we're going to make excuses, that's not awakening. That's suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. The Bible calls us to repent from that. And again, I'm not trying to just pick on Trump. It's just to me... When I have an audience that is largely conservative, Christian, constitutionalist, you've got enough talking heads talking about Joe Biden and his crimes. We already know that. That's very clear. What they don't want to talk about is the crimes of their guy. They just don't want to do that. And I can't tell you, I had, I, you know, I had tons of people angry with me over the years, over the last 10 years I've been doing this, who are angry with me when I call out their Republican guy. Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan. I had death threats over that for just, for just putting up videos of Mitt Romney saying things that he said that were the complete opposite of what he was saying on the campaign trail. And this was him as a governor. So, with that said, we have to do that with everyone. We have to have righteous judgment. Don't tell me we're not supposed to judge and this, that, and the other. Yeah, I can't know your heart. I don't know what's in your heart except for what comes out of your mouth or what you do. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And out of the heart produces the mouth, or the mouth speaks. Jesus also said that all of those sins, adulteries, fornications, idolatries, all that come out of the heart. That's what makes a man unclean, not what goes into him, talking about the food. So keep that in mind. Um, You know, I would love to see a real awakening, uh, not in just a political stance, but in a a real um, spiritual stance in which we also uphold justice and the law, because ultimately real repentance will look like that. We'll first uphold it in ourselves. We'll uphold it in our families. We'll uphold it in our churches, and we'll uphold it in the civil sphere. If we're not doing that, there is no repentance. There is no awakening. Okay? It, it is, is it's talk. Okay? So, and, I, and I'm hopeful for that. I, I do hope that, that there are things that will be used. And, and let me leave you with this. I don't know why people speak and do what they do. Okay? But I, I do like some of the things that were said during the, the interview that we had. 
focus on if it differs from the word of God, don't listen to it. Amen. Exactly right. And there are some people who preach, especially out in the Tulsa area. Oh, my goodness. They preach that godliness is gain. But Paul says the exact opposite. He says, no, it's not. There are people who preach godliness is gain and gain is godliness. No, no, that's an error. They teach all kinds of heresies in some churches out in Tulsa. In fact, it's a hotbed for a lot of this word faith stuff that comes out that distorts the scriptures. But I want to to take you to Philippians chapter 1. And this is what I hope comes out of those who will at least read the word of God to somebody. Okay, here it is. But I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel. He's talking about all of the stuff he's went through, the, the beatings, the shipwreck, the imprisonment, all of this stuff has led to what? The furtherance of the gospel. This, this, is, this is a sort of, a, if, we, if we broke this down real quickly, it's, it's Bradley's phrase of let their cruelty swell our ranks. The cruelties against Paul swore, swell, swell, swell up the, is that a proper term? <laughs> the ranks were swollen, how about that? By the furtherance of the gospel. So that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places, and many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Do you know why people get bold around Bradley after he's come in? Because he's bold in speaking to them. And he's attacked, and he continues on fighting and speaking. Okay? Then he says this. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife. And some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then? Notwithstanding in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. Yes, sometimes we have to correct people. That's true. But God's word is not bound by the speaker themselves. Okay? And so my hope is, is that there will be some listening to, to what, what's said here. And, um, and that we'll see people's eyes really opened to the gospel. And if it's open to the gospel, all the other stuff can be opened up as well. In this proper context. Let me put it that way. In this proper context. So with that said... Thank you guys for sticking with me. Um, boy, went over far more than the 10 minutes I wanted to do. But thank you for sticking with me. You guys have a great day. Bradley will be in at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, unless he calls me and tells me he's moving somewhere and I have to fill in the show. But I don't, I'm not expecting that. So he'll be here, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Catch that right side of the page, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. And I'll be back with you tomorrow, Lord willing, with Kate Shimarani, 8 a.m. I don't know where she's going to be from tomorrow. She's not told me yet. I don't know if we're going to get another great history lesson and uh, and then some some health information as well. But we appreciate that very much that you guys uh, support us. And uh, don't miss Bradley again this afternoon. See you.